morning and welcome to another episode of the Cyril Media Small Business Experience. It is Monday morning, November 5th, 2018, and we are ready to go with another episode. Brian Cyril here with you again. So today what I wanted to talk about is a little bit about what we did over the weekend and tie that in to how it can help your business succeed. So what we did over the weekend was I designed, well, I redesigned the insiderperks.biz front page of the website. And today and tomorrow, I'm going to finish that up and extend it to the remaining pages of the website, redesign the header, the footer, those kinds of things. Now, as a small business owner, I get it. You don't really understand what all that means or why it's separate or how it gets done or anything like that. And to be perfectly honest, you really don't need to for the discussion that we're going to talk about today. Because what I really want to focus on is the ever-changing nature of technology and how you need to figure out a strategy at your small business, or for that matter, if you're a marketing agency as well, you need to figure out a strategy to constantly keep your website at the basic minimum of what customers are expecting to see on a small business website. That expectation is not always set by you. That expectation is set by the experiences that they are having at other places. And that's how it works in the entire economy in general with a lot more things than just websites, to be clear. Here's an example. Yesterday, my wife was sitting here getting irritated by the fact that she couldn't order something specific off Target's app and have it be able to be picked up in store because it was quote-unquote limited quantities. Do you know where that expectation came from? You should have a pretty good idea. It came from Amazon and the fact that this can all be delivered in two days, or it came from Best Buy, the fact that those things can be picked up relatively instantly, and all the other people that have begun adding those kind of expectations and those options afterward, because everything is driven by consumer expectation. What consumers want often comes from what someone gives them. Eventually, there would have been a breaking point where people would have said, I want two-day shipping. But because Amazon came out and launched it and did it and gave people a cheap, affordable way to get it for everything, all of a sudden, everybody else had to go match. Because when someone went to Walmart.com or Target.com or BestBuy.com, they were expecting, well, Amazon gives me two-day shipping. Why can't you? And so we're not going to delve too far into the shipping debacle and, and things like that. But it it really is the same when you're looking at expectations, and that translates into our world as marketers as well. For example, over the last few years, the really big focus with websites has been responsive website design. And the reason for that is because consumers have come to expect that a website will look good on whatever device they are on. And what helped push that forward more than anything, I think, was Google getting behind it and saying that we're going to penalize your website if you're not responsive. But... It really is a situation where if you had an outdated website and there are still, by the way, tens of thousands of small businesses across the United States who don't have responsive websites. Uh, But if you're in a situation like that, your consumers can't navigate, they can't read, they can't zoom in and out, they can't uh, get the information that they need from their mobile device, from their tablet, wherever it may be, or if it is there and they can read it kind of halfways, it's not lined up correctly or The text is too big or too small or overlapping an image. It's just not an excellent experience. And so you can say, well, my customers are used to going to my website and they like it, but if you ever want to have a hope of getting any new customers, 
then you need to meet the bare minimum expectations that everyone else is setting a standard for, things that are coming in the future. Social media being able to be responded to within an hour or two. These larger companies with these larger teams are setting the expectation for your consumers. And there's going to have to be a breaking point where either small business owners jump on board and figure out how to do this, or we adopt some kind of chatbot technology that at least let people get the basic questions answered. Those things are coming. Same with live chat on your website uh, and different things like that. But with your website specifically, it's responsive design, it's you know mobile-friendly features, it's brighter colors, it's more modern material design, depending on the industry you're in, of course. Uh, it's just having contact info easy to find, the navigation done well, the effort to get through it and to see everything lined up all in one place is a huge priority. And these things are changing every single day, to be clear. You know, I can tell you what's important now, and it could not be important tomorrow. It, it literally can change that quickly, but there's also the it, what's important to one business is not necessarily important to the other. And so if you look at a hotel, for example, it may be more, more important for them to have live chat than a doctor's office. Uh, although I can definitely see a use case for a doctor's office being able to answer questions. You know, imagine if you're a local doctor's office who adopts this and word gets out that, that people can come to you and ask really quick medical questions in your live chat 24-7 and they can do so without going to their doctor. All of a sudden when they're ready to make an appointment, they're more familiar with your staff and your team and they're trusting your recommendations because you helped their kid get over the flu by recommending something that they should be taking at the drugstore or going to get at Walmart that they didn't know existed, then all of a sudden they're loyal to you. And so this whole thing is a circle that if you're willing to devote the time and patience into, it will really help you corner a market no matter what market you're in. But we can keep going and getting off track and, and all kinds of things like that quite frequently. But the idea goes back to websites. It's the same thing with the expectation that your website will load in less than three seconds. How many of yours do? It's the basic expectation that your website will not have any broken links or outdated information or misspellings or using technology nobody uses anymore like Adobe Flash. I've looked at probably five business, small business websites that have come to us as potential clients in the last couple weeks that have had places for virtual tours that were broke. I have seen instances where websites are trying to call Adobe Flash, which is broken because Google Chrome doesn't include it anymore in the browser. I've seen instances where business owners know that their hours of operation are incorrect on the website, but they have no idea who owns their domain name, who hosts their website, what they're paying for it, what they're paying and getting as a result of what they're paying for it, if they're paying anything at all, and who to contact to make any changes to that website. So they know there's incorrect information on there, whether it's a profile of employee who you let go two years ago or whether it's hours of operation that are incorrect. There's all kinds of things that are constantly changing and need updated and reflected on your website. Because again, this is more of a full circle play as everything is. Most of you know or should know that 80% plus of negative reviews that land on the internet somewhere are as a result of people's expectations not matching up with what they experience at the business. A lot of it has to do with the information that they're seeing on your website. 
So maybe the hours of operation were wrong and they showed up early and you were closed or they showed up late and you were closed. Or maybe they were coming there expecting to see the employee that had just been let go and they thought, well, she's still on the website. She treated me really nice last time. I want to go back and see her again. And for whatever reason, she's not there and the expectations are mismatched. Maybe they're a really huge fan of virtual tours and they love seeing these of all the businesses. And so they get to your website and they're like, they're really excited. I'm going to go look at this guy's virtual tour because I love seeing spaces before I get there and the link is broke or it requires Adobe Flash or whatever. All these things lead to friction or negative experiences between you and your potential customers. And they're so critical. Like they're absolutely critical to make sure that you are providing the best experience you possibly can. Setting the expectations appropriately is is one thing, but also just simply making your customers happy is another thing as well. And so I get it. It's, it's difficult. Like doing the things that these big companies do is extraordinarily hard sometimes, but technology has given us the ability to scale these in such a way that if you have a partner by your side or know someone, even a friend or family member who's really big into technology who can help you with these kinds of things, then you really can put your best foot forward and figure out a way to adopt what your customers are expecting for the most part. Because even, let's face it, even one step forward is better than two steps back. So even if you figure out how to take one step forward, then you can provide a better experience than you would have otherwise been providing by not doing anything at all. So website redesign, really critical for your business in its future success. And if you have a website, and most of you should in almost every single industry, you need to figure out some very critical things and you need to figure them out very quickly. And even if you've just had your website recently redone and it's all modern and it looks great, good for you, but you still need to answer these questions. Who owns the domain name? How much are you paying for hosting? And whether the hosting company or the website design company that you're currently working with can do updates for you. If they can, how much are they charging you to do those updates? And how easily are they able to be gotten a hold of, turn things around, uh, and do constant updates like that? And then just kind of go through and do an audit and think in your mind, if I'm a customer of any business out there, what information do I need to see? And make sure you're at least providing those basics for your own expectation, and that's a good starting point. So really appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of the Cyril Media Small Business Experience. We will see you tomorrow.